Welcome to SoCiaUp.org, S-O-C-U-P.org, helping social entrepreneurs up their game. And now here's your host, J.P. Katz. We, we want to welcome Rabbi Benzion Klasko from Shabbat.com, who's also a tremendous resource to rabbis in over 50 campuses uh, throughout the United States. And uh, one, of the, one of the great strengths that, he's, that he has is, is uh, I wouldn't call him the Pied Piper. I mean, he's, he's already like much greater than that, but, uh, but he's an incredible, uh, incredible uh, canvasser. Uh, we call it tabling, canvassing. There's uh, a lot of different terminologies for it. Rabbi, the concept of social media has really changed the way people recruit. Um, is tabling dead? I would certainly say it's not dead in the same way that a politician who relies on social media will not get elected. Uh, we, are, we have just begun election season, and uh, the politicians, whether it's Ted Cruz or Hillary Clinton, understand that tabling is really how you influence people. It is the face-to-face contact. Um, I, would all, I, would, I would actually say that, that uh, social networking, in a way, is fool's gold when it comes to relationships because you can, um, you can connect with a lot of people like on Facebook and they'll consider you their friends, but they're only Facebook friends. But 100 and likes doesn't mean that they came for Shabbat. Likes whatever, doesn't mean they came. Whatever their, the benchmark would be of whatever nonprofit. It Correct. Would be. And, and even more so when you invite people to an event on Facebook, how many people write they're coming and have zero intention of coming? Does it help the image of the organization though in that sense? What's the value of having the social media? Not to shift gears away from canvassing, but in terms of getting the likes on Facebook, does it add value? Does it? What, what, how do you see that playing a role in the in the uh, opt-in? So nowadays, social networking is a must. You can't can't exist without social networking, simply because we are the uh, ADD nation. We are a nation that has a very short attention span, and we have to keep feeding the beast, as it were. And whether that's uh, you know, your uh, 160 letters of wisdom on Twitter, that was 140 letters, whatever it is, very, very short message, or whether it's putting up a video on YouTube or putting up a post or a picture on Facebook. Um, if you stop posting, then then uh, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's certainly an important component, and I'm very active in social media. I post every day, and I check my posts, and... Uh, I'm very aware of it. Social media is a must. So canvassing is not replacing that. And social media is not replacing canvassing. Um, what would you say, um, you know, for a person first starting out, assuming that they don't have a major following on a campus, they don't have major involvement, they're just starting out, what are some of the most important things to keep in mind when pumping that pavement? First off, they should keep in mind the, the, the numbers that they can achieve and keep that as sort of a, uh, a goal maybe in the beginning of the week. And I'll give you a realistic number for a, a canvasser. Um, a, let's say I'm, I'm going to be at BU tonight. So BU has 5,000 or so Jewish students, maybe 4,000, but there are a lot of Jewish students. If a person canvasses um, for a few hours, they should be able to meet between 10 and 15 students quite easily if they're there, let's say, for a four-hour stretch. That means that's, that's one every half an hour. And uh, a canvasser who's better uh, should be able to meet a lot more than that. Uh, if you simply crunch the numbers, that's 15 in one day, and that means 30 in two days. That's 60 on a four-day week, and that's 240 new students in your system. There, there really is no other way of getting those kind of numbers. And um, it's, 
believe it or not, a lot, a lot less creepy than just uh, stalking someone on Facebook where everyone wants something from them. So the first thing you have to keep in mind is it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth the time. It's worth the, if I can use this word, the embarrassment. Um, <laughs> uh, and and um, a, a, lot of, a lot of rabbis who do canvassing, so they are reluctant to go on to campus. They're embarrassed. They're ashamed. They're not sure. So I would tell them uh, a few different um, sort of mind solutions that, uh, that, that could help them. Number one, to picture that you're there not as a used car salesman. You're there for a really important cause. And if you are uh, um, if you're sincere in your approach, the students will feel it instantly and you will be able to reach them. Number two, what's the worst that could happen? And I live with those words day and night. What's the worst that could happen if I canvass and I say, hey, um, are you Jewish? Are you interested? And they say no. So then they walked away. Worst comes to worst. I, I'm not able to interface with them. And I didn't know them before, so I, I anyways was not interfacing with them. And um, the worst comes to worst is that's going to happen. Uh, on, the, on the flip side, if you do table and you're able to meet, uh, meet uh, college students on a, on a campus, well, I could name at least two different campuses today where the rabbis of those campuses are students that I met tabling. <laughs> and, and, they, and they would not have a response that I'm just knowing them. They were not the kind to respond to a Facebook message. Uh, it was really a face-to-face, -face, and today they're affecting thousands of students on their campuses. Great. The campus rabbi shows up to campus, and he's building this thing from scratch. Now, obviously, there's um, the, best, the best marketing, so to speak, is word of mouth, right? When a person comes to your Shabbos table or comes to your birthright trip or whatever it is that a outreach professional on campus is running, um, the word of mouth is, is the most powerful uh, tool to gain traction on a campus. Um, how would you say, like, once a person's there, people are talking about it, does it shift the, um, you know, the, the experience of tabling? Uh, well, you know, they know a few students now, and, and how, how can they maximize uh, that, that, that shift after, after they get back from a few trips or, or Shabbos dinners, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so I, I would say like this. Um, first off, in terms of, of tabling, um, will that get you a, a bad word of mouth or a bad reputation on campus? The answer is it depends how you do it. If you do it like a mensch, as we say, you do it in a sweet way, in a sincere way. I tabled for years and I did not get a bad reputation and neither did many other uh, rabbis on campus. So if you do it in a sweet, sincere way, you're going to be just fine. Uh, number two, when it comes to success, you always want to focus on measurables. And while word of mouth is critical, it's, it's an immeasurable. You don't know how many people are going to spread your name. You don't know what the result is going to be. Tabling on campus is a measurable. If you do it right, you will get a certain amount of people. It's, it's you know, if, if you're good enough to be a rabbi on campus, you will have, even if you got one an hour, which is a very low percentage for a, a relatively populated Jewish campus, you're still talking about 16 at the end of the week. You're still talking about over 60 new students at the end of the month. The numbers are measurable. 
they're not measurable when it comes to uh, word of mouth. Right, and so in some programs, even as good as they are, they're always going to need that additional input, that additional fuel to bring more people in and, and spread the word. So there's no doubt, no, word of mouth will not replace um, tabling. They should always people should always be tabling, so to speak. Um, you know, it's just interesting that when you're on campus and you're on there regularly, and you build sort of a, a, a circle of friends, and then you see your friends while you're tabling, it totally changes the dynamic. I'm sure you've... you've Without a doubt. I used to call it my office. My, my office. office. I would stand there on the campus, and I'd bring some bazooka gum. I would chill over there. People would come and ask questions. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I, I, I promoted tabling early in my career, and today I still live in the shadow of that promotion. And um, I, I was just in Harvard today, and... Uh, the rabbi there was very quick to point out, okay, this is what would you say about tabling and sort of my <laughs> reputation. Um, I, you know, it's not the it's not the only way. Obviously, in some campuses, it's more difficult. Um, but just reminded me, we were in Wisconsin, so we tried everything. We stood there for I don't know how many hours every day on the on the main uh, strip there, when, where people were walking to class. And one day we had a, one of the other rabbis and I had an argument on what is it, the, the freeze pop or the ice pop. Uh -huh. what, do you call, what do you call it? You call it a freeze pop or an icy pop? And then we, then I just randomly stopped a person on this. I said, "What do you call it?" And it became, suddenly there was there were like literally dozens of kids around us. Like, what's going on over here? And then once that happens, more and more kids are saying, "What's going on over here?" And it became like a whole thing. And and so it just it just really like sort of changed the way we looked at. The, the process of canvassing, like you're saying, chewing gum, having a good time out there, just meeting kids, walking to class, and enjoying yourself, yeah. Sure, sure. And it, most organizations realize this, that that's how to recruit. The, the Marines do it, uh, the, the Reserves do it, the Republicans do it. Um, we, 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 we have to be encouraging it. And um, unfortunately, uh, we rely on other, other methods. And I say it's unfortunate because uh, it's not that people don't have, let's say, 30 people in their Maimonides or another 30, but it's unfortunate because because you could have a, cam a campus with thousands of kids and there'll be some who would have come to you, they would have come for Shabbat, they would have come, but n no one ever met them. And they've been walking back and forth in the same walkway for four years and um, and they're not on that social uh, media, they're just, they're just not. Um, Excellent. Rabbi, thank you so much. You're listening to SoShop, S-O-C-U-P.org. We're here live with Rabbi Benzion Klatsko, advisor to over 50 campuses and founder of Shabbat.com. Thanks so much, Rabbi. You're welcome. SoShop.org, S-O-C-U-P.org. Helping social entrepreneurs up their game.